What, you want me to teach you something? You want to learn something? You talking to me? Just talking? Well, what's the show about? It's about nothing. Welcome to another episode of Much Talk About Nothing, a show about movies, music, and more, where we continue on our endless journey in search of something to talk about. As always, I'm your host, Grant Ingram, and if you want to contact the show, you can do that by sending us an email at muchtalkaboutnothing at gmail.com, by following us on Instagram at muchtalkaboutnothing, by following us on Twitter at Podcast, and by joining our Discord. The link to that is in the description. We're having an art contest right now. We also just really love chatting with you guys. It's a lot of fun. And we also have a website. The link to that is in the description as well. It's podpage.com slash MTAN. And if you would please share that link with all your friends, it would really help us out. We would love to have you guys listen or more of you guys listen. It's absolutely great when you guys do that. We're talking Star Wars, but it's not the normal Star Wars. So joining me today is the Boba Fett to my Mandalorian. And no, joining me today is the Baby Yoda to my Mandalorian. It's Grant Skillen. How you doing, Grant? Baby Yoda can't talk, so... That's fair. It'll be a long episode. <laughs> I was hoping you'd introduce me as the Marshal. I was going to say it just got away from the Jawas, so I'm doing good. Okay, so joining me today is Cobb Vant. By the way, Vant, it sounds like Bob Vance from The Office had a lisp. It's Cobb Vant. Anyway, so, Grant, do you have general thoughts on this one before we get into spoilers? Uh, it's John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Do I need to say anything more than that? No. Actually, I think this one's all John Favreau. I think it. I actually, yeah, I think it was. But still, any in either of them, any combination of them, that's all that needs to be said. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, this episode's amazing. Um, I think it's my favorite one so far. It's really good. I mean, I haven't went back and rewatched the original season, but it was really good. That might be something we have to do at some point for the show because it's such a big deal. But I, I love this right. episode. I'm um. Looking forward to the next one. I'm hoping this season's all an hour long because last season was just 30 minutes. It's. I feel like it's harder to get an hour long episode and not have parts of it be boring. I mean, if they can make all of them like this, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Yeah, this one's really good. Like I, I didn't get bored at any point during it. I was really happy with. It. Yeah, I wasn't saying I got bored. I'm just saying it can be easy during an hour long episode to have, especially since there's no commercial breaks. It can be easy to have just some areas that are more filler time. I get it. Yeah, I, I do. I thought they did a good job with this one and pacing and everything. Um, so do you have any other spoiler-free thoughts before we get into spoilers? Uh, I'm putting you on the spot here. Uh, no, I don't. Let's just go ahead and get into spoilers. I want to talk about it. <laughs> All right, I'm the same way. So everybody, I think we both really recommend you check this out. If you haven't yet, what rock have you been living under? Yeah, but, um, what's wrong with you? Yeah. If, if if there's some legitimate reason you haven't been able to see it, that's fine. But if you have had the time and had the access and you haven't watched it yet, what's wrong with you? Right, right. No. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, so I guess we're going to go ahead and cross over in the spoilers. And here's your warning. If you're worried about Mandalorian Season 2 Episode 1 like I was, I haven't seen any of the trailers yet. I don't care to. I'm watching this show as it comes out. Um, here's your warning. Anywho. How are you? No. Um, I'm sorry. I'm tired. I, words are not my friend today. Um, anywho. Grant, this was this was written and directed by John Favreau. So. Yeah. Um, that's what I was looking at. I guess Filoni probably produced. But John Favreau did a heck of a job. He did. As always. Yeah. Anywho. Um, so this episode kind of starts off with the meeting with Koresh. Where the Mandalorian 
Din Djarin, apparently. I, I don't know. Um, and Baby Yoda, the man, the myth, the legend, Baby Yoda. Are, um, the man, the baby, the legend. <laughs> the baby, the myth, the legend, maybe. I don't know. He's 50 years old, though, so maybe it's just the man, the myth, the legend. I guess, although it's not a very mature 50-year-old. <laughs> no. It's a it's a cute 50-year-old, though. It's also day. definitely not actually been alive for 50 years. I don't know. It's a clone, so... Are we sure of that? I would... It's... There are theories that Palp, when Palpatine and Yoda were fighting in episode 3 in the Senate room... I am the Senate. Um, when they were fighting in that room, that Palpatine got one of Yoda's like hairs, and then was trying to clone Yoda to be the vessel that he would put his soul into when he was going to die. Shoot! And so that Baby Yoda is a clone of Yoda, and that's why Baby Yoda is already so powerful. And might have. Well, I guess Palpatine's still alive, so I guess Palpatine didn't need to soul. Well, he was trying to find. Or he was trying to get a vessel that could fully use his power. His unlimited power. Okay. <laughs> I get it. I'm just, um, yeah, I don't know. Is great. Sorry. Um. Yeah, prequel memes. Hey, everybody from Reddit prequel memes, you're welcome. Anywho, uh, yeah, I guess, I I don't know. Maybe it does have Palpatine's soul. It's just confusing because we thought he was dead in episode 9, which was terrible. Yeah, um, no, I'm not saying that Baby Yoda currently has Palpatine's soul. The theory is that Baby Yoda was going to be the vessel that his soul would go into at okay. some point. Okay, well that could get really weird in like 900. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but let's actually get to this episode and not just conspiracy theories. Yeah. So we, and the moon landing was fake. <laughs> it, it definitely was. Um, <laughs> and, and Boba Fett's alive. Um, he actually is, though. He is. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we get there. Anyway, so this episode kind of starts off with that, you know, underground Gamorrean fight thing, um, where they, you know, have the underground Gamorrean fight. Yep. Did you have any comments on that scene before I, I glaze over it? Uh, I think we can just glaze over that. Okay. It was a cool scene. I thought it was really good. I did enjoy the Mandalorian leaving the, the um, dude tied up to get eaten. That was great. And then he shot out the light too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, it was it was pretty brutal there when he was like fighting everyone in, in front of the child. Was this, I can't remember. Was this the moment when um when he was fighting everyone and the dude's like in front of the baby? And man, is like he's seen worse. No, I think that was in the boxing match or whatever match it was. Like this is no place for a child. Yeah, so and I yeah. So the same scene area. Yeah, so I'm right. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I, I, yeah, so instead of when Mando was threatening to beat him up, it was, yeah, during the whole boxing match. Anywho, um, and then we go on to the hangar, and they, Mando goes to Razor's Crest on Tatooine. We've been there before, we'll be there again. Same sand planet, as always. Yep, two sons and three people, two of whom are Skywalkers. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Gold lightsaber and all. Um, so they, you know, he lets him use the droids this time, like you do. Um, and then the woman there, Pelly, tells them where the other Mandalorian is. And Mandalorian in quotations, of course. Yes, because it, it, it's not a Mandalorian, it's the. Well, I'm saying it's not really a Mandalorian. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm just saying it's the Mandalorian. Yep. I got the Batman. 
Anywho, um, so they end up going to Mos Pelgo, which is where the other quote-unquote Mandalorian is, you know, and they they find him. He's played by Timothy Oliphant, and he's dressed in Boba Fett's armor. Yep, and uh, I thought it was his armor, but my brother, when we were watching this episode, he called it out immediately that it was Boba's armor. Oh, yeah, like, uh, they announced... I, well, I say they announced. It was rumored that Boba Fett was going to be here. So I thought it was actually Boba Fett for a while. I was, I thought that at first too, but as soon as he kind of walked in, you're like, okay, this is not Boba Fett. It looked like Boba Fett, if Boba Fett was going trick-or-treating and his mom said he needed to layer up. I was going to say it looked like Boba Fett after drug addiction, but <laughs> I guess that works too. <laughs> Boba Fett after his football team lost. <laughs> Alabama fan, Boba Fett. Me, Alabama fan. <laughs> after the national championship a couple years ago. Which one? The one with Sean one Watson? The one you lost by on, where, against Clemson. The one, uh, which one? <laughs> yes, all of them. Because Clemson's a great team. And when were y'all in the national championship? Um, yeah, we were in 98, I think. Um, it's been a minute. Better than Tennessee, though, at Lawson. Uh, <laughs> anywho. Um, so he's in Mos Pelgo. We have this, like, really cool... This was where it was in, the in front of the baby thing, I guess. No, it was not. It was at the... It was the boxing match. So what did he say? Because I remember... I remember Baby Yoda, like, in the little pot when they, um... When they were threatening to throw down. Um, hold on. I'm trying to find... Wait a second. I'm gonna just pull up Disney+. Plus. Oh, there it is. Um... I appreciate you giving me the dead silence to cut out because that's going to help me out. Um, okay, yeah, this was it. This was where the um, he's seen worst thing because um, the marshal goes, "We gonna do this in front of the kid?" Uh, yeah. And he goes, "He's seen worse." Um, <laughs> yeah, there was a comment at the boxing match too, but that was just saying that there's no place for a child. Okay, so that was a theme going on. Even if it is a 50-year-old child, technically he could get into an R-rated movie. Technically. And then, of course, plot convenience. (laughs) Uh, Right before they were about to actually fight the um, Crate Dragon yeets the village. The Crate Dragon, not to be confused with the Crate Myrtle. That's another thing entirely. But yes, it very much does yeet the village. It comes out of the sand looking like Jaws from Jaws. We we know that he's not Anakin. No. He doesn't hate I don't sand. like sand. Yeah. It's coarse so, but, and way, it's rough. How did Anakin pull off that marriage with the opening line of, I don't like sand? I don't know. Yes. Maybe she didn't like sand and they, they were able to get along with their mutual hatred towards sand. I need to find somebody who just, like, doesn't like out the outdoor. You know, I don't know. I need to find someone who doesn't like... What do, what do I not like? I need to find someone who doesn't like Billie Eilish and just comment and go, I don't like Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. All right, well, we need to get... We, we focused on everything except the episode. I'm tired tonight, guys. I'm going to go ahead and apologize. This episode is going to be long. <laughs> All right, so Crate Dragon. Um, it's a real goes, son of a gun. It goes through the village. Uh, note says that it eats a bantha that was drinking water from a trough. Mm-hmm. It did. It 
again popped out of the sand like the the lizard from Jaws. Yep. Uh, as is important, the notes say that the child emerges from pot because what matters there is that Baby Yoda was in a pot. Um, <laughs> but he wasn't into pot. That's a very different thing. We've yes. already said that Cobb Vanth is on drugs, or was on drugs, whatever. Yep. <laughs> and then Vanth explains that the creature had been terrorizing the area for a long time, long before Mos Pelga was established. Then he goes into the cool story of how he got the Mandalorian armor and how he was able to protect the people from okay. the miners. So that was a heck of a backstory. It was. And it and if you got to this far past this point or a wall, my whole family was like, oh, this is a great backstory. You know he's gonna die in this episode. <laughs> but he didn't. He didn't. But it was a heck of a backstory. Yeah, my dad um, literally stopped and said, That's a heck of a backstory. <laughs> and I said, Yes. Yes it is. Um I do enjoy how his, you know, his crystals were worth more than just the water skin. Like, he, he bothered to, to say that. It's like, yes, we're going to trade you all these crystals for a bottle of water. <laughs> you can get one at Costco for three ninety five, or... I don't think they have a Costco on um, Tatooine. They've got two sons. They might have a Starbucks and a Costco. Who knows? <laughs> all right. Um, so after that, amazing, amazing, amazing backstory. Which is essentially, you know, pirates and coolness. Um, I got my armor from the Jawas, who somehow managed to get Boba Fett's armor. Out of Don't the Sarlacc ask. pit? Well, no, because Boba didn't even die, so... Who knows? Where the heck did they get Boba's armor? I bet Boba was in the Sarlacc pit for a while. I bet he killed the Sarlacc, but he lost his armor somehow. I don't know what a Sarlacc, how big a Sarlacc is, so... I don't know. But how would... Whatever. Moving on. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, so they forge an alliance with the Tusken Raiders because, yes. Um, cool backstory, by the way. The Tusken Raider um, sign language was developed by a deaf guy that Disney hired because he didn't... Um, I believe Favreau didn't just want it to be ASL. So the guy, like, created this sign language based on their, like, culture. And it was really cool. That's really cool, and honestly, just seems really unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, but it was cool. Um, yep, that is cool. That's some D and D level stuff. Um, yep, Vanth was very rude to the Tuscans. He wouldn't even drink from the black melon. Yep, uh, and then the Mandalorian did the only thing that a true leader would do, and pulls out his flamethrower and just <laughs> shoots it. Like, like, hey guys, I could burn you all alive right now. Make peace. <laughs> so the next day, they find the um the dragon, and which you know is hiding out in a quote unquote abandoned starlight pit. Man, this this part was so funny to me. Oh, I so they get it. there and they're sacrificing a bantha to the great <laughs> dragon, <laughs> and but for some reason they think it's a good idea to have a dude standing right next to the bantha <laughs> that they're <laughs> sacrificing. Could he not have been further back and just blown the horn from there? Like that's was like that's my thinking is like did he have to be that close? I don't know, but it was entertaining because he blows <laughs> the horn and then just turns around and runs. And the great dragon comes up and eats him just like straight up one big gulp. <laughs> Leaves the bantha untouched. Yep, it's amazing. Yep, that's that was 
one of those things where everybody knew that was going to happen, but it didn't make it any less funny that it happened. Right. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, I enjoyed their conversation about how there was no such thing as an abandoned Sarlacc pit. And then the, the guy's like, there is if you kill the Sarlacc. Um, That's a big old Sarlacc pit. Yeah, like, I'm trying to figure out what a Sarlacc even is. I've, I've seen the originals quite a bit, but I don't remember exactly what it looks like. That's a big old Sarlacc. Yeah. Huh. The notes has, um, after tying the Bantha to a stake, the Tuscan Raider calls out to the Krayt Dragon before running away. The Krayt Dragon emerges and soon devours the Tuscan Raider, but leaving the Bantha. As the child scurries away in fear, the Tuscans react in horror. How do you say, uh, the Jaren? How do you say that? Dinjarin? I just, I... Man- or... Mando. <laughs> Yeah, I've just been calling it Mando because I don't know where they got that name from. Yeah. Mando says that Tuscans may be open to fresh to some fresh ideas. Maybe. Um yeah, I don't know where they got his name from. I'm I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah. But then the Tuscans go into their plan to kill the Crater Dragon, which was not a terrible plan. Wouldn't have worked how they wanted it to, but they wanted to use or this? They wanted to blow up the crate dragon yeah which is what you do yeah which sounds simple enough until you realize how big the crate dragon is like i don't think you could fit enough bombs on the one bantha to blow up a crate dragon yeah i think you could so the way they did it and the way i thought they were going to do it were very different so they went about like they carried the bantha with the bombs on it and i thought that they were going to you know do what they eventually did and have the Bantha be eaten and then blow up the Bantha. Um, but originally they just decided they were going to lay it down on the dirt for some odd reason. Um, yeah, that was a really dumb strategy. And then why didn't they use all the bombs on the initial trap? Like, why, why was there another Bantha full of bombs just laying there? I have no idea. I, I don't know either. Like, it feels like that they might have had to add, like, 45 or like 15 minutes of length i mean it was cool i like i liked it but it's just like why didn't you do that to begin with yeah i i don't know yeah i'm not gonna then, for that but i just was confused then they go back to most or mas pelgo however you say it yeah and uh vanth originally did not want to get the village involved but then mando was like we're getting the village involved so they did and um Let's see. Explains to the village or shows them the actual Mandalorian. And it's like, obviously, they would know about Mandalorians and how good they are at killing. Um, and then Vanth warns them that the Crate Dragon might start going after people and start going after the school. And I feel like the school is enough for people to be like, all right, yeah, we need to kill. Sorry, I'm just envisioning all the editing I've made for myself. And that I just made for you. Yeah. You're real. real. Um, and so then, so then Vanth brings up the same people. People aren't happy, and Mando's like, "Hey, you want this thing dead? We need them to help. They have a plan. They know where he is. Blah 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 blah." They agree. Uh, He also says that uh, they'll keep their word with the deal to um, not attack the town unless the town peeps do stuff first. That is the best war summary ever. I will not attack you unless you peeps 
do the thing first. You you attack me, I'm blowing your daggum head off. But <laughs> they confront the crate dragon, and like you were saying, they have this beautiful, beautiful plan of putting the explosives in the ground, which is a stupid plan. Um, <laughs> they finally manage to get the crate dragon to come out. Um, very much resist it. Um, their ropes and their ballistae barely can keep it from going back in. Then it vomits all over them. <laughs> yep. Spits acid like a fly. It's yep. like a fly in Jaws and the dragon from um, Lord of the Rings had a baby. <laughs> Is that Lord of the Rings? I, don't I have no idea. No, no, no. So the fly, a fly and Jaws and the weird worm thing from that asteroid in episode five or six. Um, I don't remember which one. You know, you know the one I'm talking about. The one they ended up like flying in the side in the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Yeah. That that's what had a baby. Anyway, I'll let you keep going because I'm just getting you off track today. Hey guys, let's take a break from the amazingness that is Mandalorian for just one minute and let me tell you about Podpage. So Podpage is this amazing service for all of you podcasters out there that takes your RSS feed or your RSS feed and it creates a website based on that and it takes like 30 seconds it's absolutely amazing if for any reason you have issues they have absolutely amazing customer service i cannot recommend it enough it is absolutely phenomenal they also allow you to instantly generate tweets with your episode description your show notes and everything right there they put all the links to everywhere your podcast is all in one spot so you can just share one link and everybody can go everywhere it's absolutely great it's really helped out our listens it boosted us by about 45 percent this week notwithstanding and um, it's just absolutely really, really great. I cannot recommend it enough. There's just so much that they do for you. And it's, again, it's great. It's highly customizable and everything you would ever need to start a podcast website. And, and there is a free plan. But if, as a listener to this show, if you go to podpage.com and enter promo code MTAN, you get a month of the premium, the Cream of the crop, the super high-end stuff, the so high-end stuff, we don't even use it because we can't afford it. You get one month of that for free. Again, just go to pod, just go to podpage.com and enter promo code M-K-A-N to both let them know that we sent you and get one month of their premium service for free. It's glorious. Anyway, um, back to your Mandalorian action. They finally are able to get the crit dragon over the explosives. Vanth ignites them, Curry Dragon falls into the sand. Woo, it's dead, but no one but everyone knew it didn't actually die there. <laughs> yeah, Vanth even said, I don't think it's dead. Yep. And then it reemerges at the top of the hill, spews vomit on quite literally everybody and acid on them. Um and then Mando and Vanth ignite their jetpacks. And then um Mando gets the genius plan to get himself and the Bantha eaten by the Great Dragon. Yes. And before he does that, he instructs Vanth to take care of the child if he were to not make it back out of the Great Dragon. Right. Alive. Right. And, of course, Mando goes in, uh, gets eaten, flies out, blows up uh, Bantha, shoots rocket or whatever it was inside of the Great Dragon. Down goes Crate Dragon. It was it was very cool. Yeah. My read through is not doing it justice. I we both highly recommend watching this episode. 
Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I again, think it's the best episode of Mandalorian, and that's saying something, because Mandalorian is freaking great. Freaking great. It is. Great. Then the Tuskens, part of, I think part of the deal was that the Tuskens got all the meat from the Crate Dragon. And the, the Kyber Crystal containing Crate Dragon Pearl. I, I did mm. research. I, I, I researched the thing. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. So that that's what that is. It, so the the thing about the pearl is it has um it, so they ingest you know rocks and then occasionally they'll ingest a kyber crystal and so that whole thing's a kyber crystal and it's like a more powerful kyber crystal. So the lightsabers from that are like more powerful. I don't know. It's cool. Any anyway, hmm. cool. Um, so Tuscans harvest the flesh, get that kyber crystal. Um, Mando. And- apologizes to Vance for not explaining his plan because I think it was a bit of a shock to everybody when Mando intentionally got eaten. He got, I guess if you get eaten, you get ate because if you get eaten, you get yoked. I don't know. Oh, So you got oat. <laughs> he got oat. Yoat. Yoat. Alright, yep. And then um, because of their agreement, Vance gives Mando Boba Fett's armor and says something about damaging the jetpack. I don't know. Um, oh, um, he wasn't the... So, Vanth told um, Mando to tell his people that he wasn't the one that beat up the suit. I don't know what the jetpack was about. Okay, that that's so to, what that was talking about. Uh, to clarify, people, we are using the StarWarsFandom.com recap of this because we both watched this for enjoyment and then decided we were going to record about it. So we didn't yep. take notes. Um, so we're using these guys' notes. Thank you very much, Star Wars Fandom. I could edit it and just be like, um, "Dims the facts." Um, yes. All right. Um, then the end. Mando rides away on the little scooter thing, Majig, with Baby Yoda, and now has Boba Fett armor. And as he is riding away, it cuts to a. As this says, scarred, bald man wearing robes and armed with a Gatterfy stick as he's watching in the distance and then walks away from the cliff edge. And that would be good old Boba Fett. Looks yeah. like he's coming back and wants his armor. <laughs> yes, and so that's not just Boba Fett. That's the guy that played Boba Fett in episode two. Um, that's Tamira Morrison, which is an awesome touch. By the way, Grant, go ahead and refresh your, your page real quick. And then scroll down all the way to the bottom. Okay. Why? What did you Vim, do? Vim's the facts. Did you actually put that? Yeah, under the aftermath thing. Vim's <laughs> the facts. Is it there? Yes. boy. Vim's the facts. I've edited a Star Wars wiki, everybody. That is how you know can you see we are a credible source. I, give me just a second. Let me pull up the Yes, I can. Vim's the facts. <laughs> <laughs> This is the way, and them's the facts. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. So I guess that's kind of it. Um, the big revelation is Boba Fett. That was just awesome. Um, yep. Especially considering they got back the actor for him. I guess they couldn't get back the original guy because there were like six of those guys, and George Lucas recast him like six times. Dude, yeah. no joke. If you look up who played Boba Fett, it was like six different people in both of those movies. <laughs> yeah. It was terrible. Um, everybody hates George Lucas. Um, so, 
I guess that's pretty much it. We didn't have a lot of banter going on here. Um, I will say one of the things that I'm going to knock it for, it didn't have Herman Lerman. Herman's Lermans, everybody. Herman's Lermans. Anywho. Um, and just for that reason, I'm giving it an S. Okay. <laughs> an S? No. No, Herman gives you an S. I was thinking like a C minus. Um, no, seriously, what do you, what you got, man? I mean, like? is there, I mean, really, I can't really find anything wrong with the whole episode. Like, it's almost an hour long, and there's not a part of it that's not good. Yeah, I completely agree. So, just for that reason, I have to give it an A+. Yeah, I'm right there. It's an A+. It is phenomenal. I've loved it. Um, it's absolutely amazing. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Um, no, that's it for me, uh, at least. So, if you've got nothing else, I've got nothing else. We, I think we covered it pretty well. I really liked this episode. Loved it. Everybody go check it out. But, Grant, do you want to go ahead and give them the outro? Yes. Uh, if you have any comments about the show, any suggestions for something we should watch, anything like that, you can email us at mustalkaboutnothing at gmail.com. We're on Instagram at much talk about nothing. We're on Twitter at MTAN Podcast. We have a Discord, which is Much Talk Municipality. And as Grant mentioned in the ad read, uh, we er, earlier we have a website which is podpage.com slash MTAN all lowercase. Yep. And we would really appreciate it if you would leave a review and subscribe. That absolutely helps us out. We just got our third review. The guys seem to really like it. I really appreciate it. Or girl, I, I'm not sexist. Um, really appreciate you leaving the review. I would read it off, but I'm not looking at it right now. Um, so I just want to thank you again. I'll read it off on the next episode. It was absolutely great. Please do leave a review. Please tell your friends about it. And like I said at the start of the episode, just send them the podpage.com link. Tell them what episode you want them to check out. Make it the one with Kevin Altieri. That one was really cool. And then have them give us a listen and subscribe. It would be absolutely great. We'd love to have a much talk army by the end of this. Anywho, as always for Grant, I've been Grant. And when you want to watch a show, but there's just too much to do, just click your little finger and we'll do a review.